It's time for the Ricky Ronnie Coaches Show. We're live at Wild Wing Cafe off Sam's Drive in Chesapeake, serving up hot wings, cold beer, and good times. Tonight's show is brought to you by Team Monarch Partners. Pepsi, the official soft drink of ODU Athletics. Pepsi, that's what I like. Cox Business. Cox Business Cloud Solutions offers a suite of cloud services to help you get the most out of your IT environment. Learn more at coxbusiness.com slash cloud. The Virginia Lottery. $11 billion to Virginia's K-12 public schools since 1999. The Virginia Lottery. A win for education. ODU Online. Home or away, ODU Online makes it easy to take your classes with you. Visit oduonline.edu slash team to learn more. Atlantic Bay Mortgage Group. Atlantic Bay lends peace of mind by putting you first every step of the way. Optima Health and Centera Healthcare. At Optima Health, we improve health every day by providing members with quality, cost-effective health care. And Chartway Credit Union. Chartway awards $25,000 every year to the ODU Athletic Scholarship Fund for our student-athletes' pursuit of excellence. Chartway, the official credit union of ODU Athletics. And now, live from Wild Wing Cafe in Chesapeake, here's the voice of the Monarchs, Ted Alexander on the ODU Sports Radio Network. Ah, uh, yes, welcome to the latest edition of the Ricky Ronnie Coaches Show. We're live at Wild Wing Cafe in Chesapeake, and you look outside, and it's darker than it's been in a while, and this whole daylight savings time thing's gone up in smokes, and I'm still trying to figure out whether this is great or horrible. When you wake up in the morning, it's a little lighter. Sometimes that's a little bit better. But you also realize that we're heading for home when it comes to the 2022 ODU football season. And that makes me a little bit sad because how much fun is this talking about ODU football with the head coach here at Wild Wing Cafe having a couple of cold ones. The wings taste good. And what a jam-packed show we have for you here tonight. Coming up tonight in the next 60 minutes, if we can, we got, we got 80 minutes of show to put into 60 minutes here, folks. We've got to talk about the Town Bank Royal rivalry, which heats up again on Saturday. Military Appreciation Day coming up. It's the 72nd Oyster Bowl game. Old Dominion and James Madison. We will also talk about Port Day, a Toys for Tots collection drive coming up. It is senior day for Old Dominion University football. We've got an improving forecast, probably going to rain until the middle of the afternoon on Friday. After that, sunny and 70-something on Saturday, so that is good. So buckle up, folks. We are ready to rock and roll here. Coach Ricky Ronnie, welcome to your show. I hope you are ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. You know, obviously... uh this is a, uh, you know, it's a big week, not only because uh, it's an in-state opponent and those sort of things, but it's also our last home game. So, um, you know, it's a, we, we you know, kind of honor our seniors and those sort of things, and, and which we have a lot of seniors this year. Um, you know, even, you know, some guys that aren't listed necessarily as seniors, but, you know, when you look at them, they've been here for five years and six years and all that sort of stuff. So it, it's, a, it's an interesting uh, day you know full of a lot of those different things but ultimately it's going to be down to a football game against a great in-state opponent that we're looking forward to and we're going to talk about that matchup of uh, old dominion and james madison with our lexus look ahead in just a little bit but uh, we'll also get to all those other things and talk about looking forward let's first start with the game against marshall 12 nothing a shutout a bad performance from the offense and for fans to go out there and think that you trollolod your way home after that is is just mistaken and the hundred and something players you have everybody was a little steamed after that performance and uh when you got to look at the tape were there reasons for things that happened during the game why they happened did you see was there any clarity there 
I mean, there was explanations. Okay. Uh, I don't know if there was reasons. Um, I mean, it reason would mean it was, you know, acceptable, I guess. Uh, but there was explanations. I mean, the fumbles, um, you know, you can never let the ball get parallel. Um, most fumbles happen when you're anywhere between 18 and 24 inches from the ground. Um, and that's when most fumbles happen. And, and that's when uh, all three of our fumbles happened. Um, it, it, it's, it was frustrating because of how often I talk about it. But we had the ball in the inside arm on two of them. Um, the ball went, you know, the nose went below parallel, which is almost going to, you know, inevitably lead to a fumble. And, and, this, and the part that's frustrating about that is, you know, it, you can get away with it, right? It's not 100% of the time you're going to get away with it. But um, when you really need it, that's when it's going to come up. And, and, then, and then it's, you know, one of those things. So something that uh, we focused on this week, but obviously um, it's something we focus on all the time. And, and, and we didn't do that very well. And then, you know, I, th- I thought, you know, there were some times where we moved the ball. And, and we were moving the ball and doing those sort of things. And then we would just, uh, you know, whether it was an incorrect route or, you know, maybe a, a poorly thrown ball or just a, a, a being on an edge on a block when we needed to be screw to screw um, or, you know, just a lack of details. Now, a lot of times it's route depth, right? Or, uh, that, so now the spacing is all a, an issue and those sort of things. Or, or, or it was... Uh, you know, the running back maybe not trusting all of his blocks and things like that. So I think that that's the one word that I would I'd point to probably the most when I watch it is just trust. You know, we've got to trust each other to do our jobs. We've got to trust the co- that the coaches are going to put us in the best spots. And, uh, and everybody has to do their job so that we can trust each other. And, and I think on offense, if, if you don't uh, – really offense or defense, if you don't trust, you're going to have a problem because you're trying, you're trying to make a play and inevitably that's – you know, that's not going to work. Well, it's, it's to, everybody has to be pulling in the same direction. You've got 11 guys that need to be doing that each play to have a chance for success. And even sometimes the defense has something to do with it as well. Uh, you know, Vinny from Yonkers every week would want to fire everybody and get rid of all the players and have a new roster every week and have suddenly the sun be a little brighter. That's not how it works, is it? You've got to, you've got to keep coaching them up and you've got to keep the guys that you've got the relationships with and have for years to get up there and, and execute. I mean, I would think being patient would be one of the most difficult things, but it's also one of the most important things, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, you have to be patient, but you also have to have a standard, and you have to hold people to, to the standard. Um, and, and ultimately, you know, it's my job to get everybody to play up to that standard. And uh, so that's why, you know, it was so frustrating for me, and, and I know for the other coaches and, and the other leaders on, the, and the leaders on our team that we didn't play up to that standard or any, anywhere close to it, uh, particularly on offense. You know, on defense, I thought we played well. Um, really inside the 30s, for sure, you know, I mean, we played really well inside the 30s. We responded in sudden change situations, uh, which was critical because we did not do that the week before, but we certainly did it this week. Our guys stepped up to a challenge. That was awesome. Um, you know, we still gave up too many big plays, and, 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 and we gave up some big plays that allowed them to get to the 30s, and then, man, they set their jaw, and they played just terrific once we got to the 30s. So that was awesome. On special teams, um, missed a couple big play opportunities uh, that could have really changed the game. Um, but also hit some, you know, and hit hit some and pinned pinned them inside the ten a couple times, and, and I thought that that was that was critical. Um, so, you know, just the overall consistency wasn't there for us to uh, to win that game, and you know that was disappointing because it certainly was there for us to win. You aren't a big time of possession guy, if I remember correctly, but uh, Marshall had 21 more plays than the Monarchs did. 
What does that do to a defense, not only in the first quarter, but in the third and fourth quarter? Yeah, I mean, they didn't play. I mean, you look around 72 plays, is 70, 72 plays is about average. I mean, I think they played 80. You know what I mean? Something like that, uh, 82. So they didn't play an excessive amount more. Um, what Marshall did was once they got a lead, I mean, they just sat on the ball and snapped the ball with two, three seconds left every time. So it's not like there was an excessive amount more plays. It was more about us not having enough plays to generate on offense. You know what I mean? It, it, so I wouldn't necessarily – obviously you want to hold them to less than 70, 72 plays on, on defense, but it, it was more about the 62 plays on offense that I was, you know, more concerned with. And, and those were the fumbles. I mean, uh, I mean you, can't, you cannot fumble the ball. The one interception um, – you know, I was pretty upset about it when it happened. When you watch it again, I mean, the defensive end dropped. Or he was actually playing linebacker. He's a linebacker, but he's playing defensive end, and he dropped out of there, and he tipped the ball and made a one-handed interception. I mean. It's a good play. Yeah, good play. You know, now, should we have thrown it there? No. Um, the ball still, based on the read, should have gone somewhere else. But, you know, that is what it is. But the fumbles are, are, are just so correctable, and, and that, was the, that was the one that was really, really, really frustrating for me is, 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 and, is that can't happen. Um, and, and, you know, I thought the thing that was probably most disappointing for me is that we didn't respond in the second half. Um, you know, in, this, in, in the first half, we had actually moved the ball. We'd done some things. We just did incredibly um, ill-timed um, silly mistakes in order to kill drives uh and then in the second half we just we 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 we, did, we played poorly i mean there's no you know which means we coach poorly you know because we're all part of it so i mean that that that's that was probably the most disappointing part of it sometimes we're with the ricky ricky ronnie coaching show here at wild wing cafe in chesapeake sometimes you can get away with some poor play because you make enough circus plays here and there to win a football game or score points and that type of stuff is that correct that sometimes the, the, the joy of victory needs to be tempered by the reality of the, the play itself? And can it work the opposite way where, boy, getting shut out stinks, but there were a couple of bright spots here you can build on? Yeah, I mean, obviously you're going you're gonna, to – I mean, on Sunday you approach it the same way. You're going to point out the mistakes. You're going to do this. You're going to do that. So, I mean, on Sunday when we won – um, you know, even Virginia Tech, obviously, we were pointing out a bunch of mistakes. Hey, look at this, 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 this. You know, I mean, even Coastal, there were, there were plays where, hey, this could have cost us, this could have cost us. Um, on the flip side, Georgia Southern, you know, there was a lot of really, really, really good stuff there. Uh, we just made some plays that cost us. Um, so I think that, you know, you're going to do that every week, and, and you're going to approach it uh, with the same process every week on that end of it. Um, this past week, you know, you, you, you watched it, and, and, you know, the one thing that I did not think that we did enough is we didn't finish and strain enough um, our blocks, and that was on special teams and it was on offense. We just didn't strain enough. Uh, we got we to gotta fight to the whistle, and uh, I didn't see that, so obviously challenge our guys on that because that's something that we have to have because we're playing a very good defense this week, and, uh, you know, you know, we're both going to uh, – we're both in the middle of something that we don't want to be in, and, and, and so one of us has got to, you know, put our foot down. What is different with this team now or the performance of this team now than at Coastal? Um, I, don't, I mean, I mean, I mean, because you don't you don't like to talk about injuries. I know there are more injuries than I, there I were mean, then. I, mean, yeah. I know. And, and everybody has injuries. I know. Yeah. But what what other, what else is different? Yeah, I mean, that, that's certainly not it. Um, you know, I would say I would say trust and confidence. I would say trust and confidence. And I would say that um, that day in particular, 
everybody was trusting that their individual contributions and their individual jobs were going to lead us to victory. And they were going to be, no matter what they were doing, they were going to make an impact on that game. Um, in this past game, I don't think everybody trusted um, each other and they didn't trust they didn't trust themselves and they didn't have they didn't have the confidence we needed to be to win so i mean again i i, I point to myself on that that's something that i gotta get fixed i gotta find a way to make us um do that and, and um i think that's something you're always doing in coaching you're always trying to find the buttons to push uh to make kids believe in themselves believe in 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 what they're doing all the time and how it helps them win not only on saturdays but what they're doing on you know, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday is going to help them win. So I think that uh, I think I think that was the thing that probably changed the most. Or, you know, between those two days. It is the Ricky Ronnie Coaches Show coming up this Saturday, the final home game of the year. It's the Oyster Bowl, and it's the latest events in the Town Bank Royal Rivalry presented by Town Bank Monarchs and Dukes all season long. One point to the winner, a half a point if there's a tie, no points to the loser. It's in all the sports. And at the end of the academic year, the school with the most points will hoist the Royal Rivalry Trophy. I like the idea of the town crown. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. The Royal Rivalry is presented by Town Bank. Banking is personal, and your bank should be too. The next event is coming up on Saturday football monarchs and dukes at cornblow field at sb ballard stadium the most recent one was last weekend down in foley alabama women's soccer sunbelt championship on the line old dominion defeats james madison to get the automatic bid to the ncaa tournament and the most recent town bank royal rivalry point it goes to odu coming up we'll hear from don glenn the president of town bank also defensive end marcus haynes stops by he's one of the seniors that will be feted on saturday We'll talk about Senior Day, another Monarch making some national news, and we've got some other fun and games as well. It's the Ricky Ronnie Coaches Show, up and running from Wild Wing Cafe in Chesapeake, right here on the ODU Sports Radio Network. Dear past, present, and future football watchers, football is back! So consider this your official excuse for always putting football watching first, courtesy of Pepsi. That haircut appointment? Seeing the in-laws for the first time in ages. It's been so long. Nope, sorry Susan, not if it's on Sunday. Long story short, after the year we've all had, we think you could use a little football watching. So crack open a Pepsi and cheer your football watching face off. With love, Pepsi. Made for football watching. That's what I like. At Optima Health, our goal is to improve health every day. By remaining at the forefront of benefit innovation, Optima Health makes it easier for our members to access care 24-7 with progressive plans and products, like our online search tool for doctors, meds, and facilities, telehealth options to securely connect with board-certified physicians and behavioral health providers, and digital solutions like our member portal and our mobile app. Visit OptimaHealth.com for cost and coverage details. If you're considering starting or finishing your degree online, ODU Online is ready to work for you. Your success is our priority, and we're ready to help you meet your goals. Whether you want to finish your bachelor's degree or graduate with your Ph.D., browse over 120 programs and find one that matches your ambitions. And count on our support from before you enroll, through graduation, and beyond. Visit online.odu.edu slash team and get in touch today. That's online.odu.edu slash team. Your exclusive radio home for the college football playoffs and championship. ESPN Radio 94.1. From the near hash mark, they need to get to the 33-yard line. Thatcher rolls to the far sides, turns the hips. Passed! Intercepted! Intercepted! 
by Asbury. Asbury out to the 44-yard line. Oh, what a play from Sean Asbury. The sophomore from Stafford, Virginia, gets the Monarchs' first takeaway of the day. The first of two INTs, the other a spectacular, almost volleyball-esque tip from Tobias Harris to Trey Hawkins. Welcome back to Wild Wing Cafe in Chesapeake. It is the Ricky Ronnie Coaches Show. We do it Wednesdays during the Monarch football season. Big day coming up this Saturday for many different reasons, including the Monarchs. Uh, the Monarchist Toy for Tots collection drive is coming up this Saturday. They'll be in the blue lot and on 49th Street. There's going to be a big tank out there. there Keep an eye out for the Marines and bring the toys for someone who's a little less fortunate this holiday season. And Coach Ricky, Ronnie, I was thinking about this. You're going to have a tank on 49th Street. You've got an F-18 flyover. You've got the cannon in the side of the thing. I'm hoping things don't get a little out of whack on Saturday when it comes to the firepower we've got on campus. Yeah, I mean, I think obviously it's one of the great things that we have here is, is uh, you know, just how important the military is to this community. Um, I just uh, actually flipped a coin for a ROTC flag football game today in, in nice. SB Ballard Stadium, so that was that was awesome. Um, no, I, I you know I mean I, that's something that you know I think that we can continue. Uh, I know I need to continue how to you know get everybody involved. You know it's something I thought we can continue to do a better job at. Um, you know with with uh, with our program and you know as COVID uh, continues to wind down, I guess is <laughs> if it ever does. I don't have any idea anymore, but. Uh, you know, we can start to get more involved in that because I do think it's something that, um, you know, it's a great advantage for us, or at least can be. I know we used, uh, you know, Fort Riley a lot when we were at Kansas State, and so I think we can do that here as well. Military Appreciation Day is this Saturday when the Monarchs take on the Dukes of James Madison University. Old Dominion's only been playing football since 2009, still trying to learn things, how to be consistent as fans, as supporters, as a football team, etc., Fans are still learning, too, how to be sometimes patient. They think everybody's going to be Nick Saman and go for a national championship every year. That's not the case all the time. You have ups and downs and ins and outs in every segment of society, including the football program. But Coach Ricky Rowney, we're still learning as a fan base. How should fans feel about this team today? I think, uh, yeah, I got, I got two points on this. Number one, fans are fans. Fanatics. And so they can feel they can feel however they want. I mean, they 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 they've earned that right, yep. right? Especially the ones who come all, every week, especially the ones who support us all the t- all the time. They certainly they're allowed to feel however they want. The, that passion is what makes sports great, and it's what makes fans great. The only thing I ask, all right, is you know there's always a couple, and boy do I mean a couple. I'm talking two, right? Maybe three people who who yell things at the players they're 18 to 22 years old if you want to yell something yell something at me I, you know what i mean like I, i'm fine with that i i deserve it i'm i'm good yell all you want at me i don't I, i'll i can take it but but those but the players if you think for a second that anybody on our team isn't giving maximum effort rewatch the game if you think for a second that anybody everybody's not trying hard rewatch the game if you think for a second that these guys don't care and and those sort of things rewatch the game i assure you that they that they care and so yelling at them for something like that is 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 wild to me i i've I've never understood that now listen when it's a pro sports and the guy's 38 years old and he's making 18 million dollars yell away you know what I mean? But, like, that, these guys aren't getting that. And, and everyone's like, well, they have NIL deals and all this sort of stuff. It, check. Check it. <laughs> it, it. Not quite the same 
at Old Dominion as it might be at Alabama, at Texas A&M, and uh, those sort of things. So again, I implore everybody, like, listen, don't yell at my family, because that will make me upset, all right? But yell at me as much as, 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 as much as you want, because quite frankly, I can handle it, and after the performance we put out there on, on Saturday, I deserve it. But our kids, they, they, they don't ever deserve that. They, they, they don't. So I, I, that'd be the one thing I have on that. A message to the fans from the head coach, Ricky Ronnie, here at Wild Wing Cafe. Now, one of the great stories, uh, the stories I've found most interesting this year is the punter from down under, Ethan Dwayne. And he admitted, we talked to him at Media Day, and he admitted, you know, I just didn't have the best go of it in my first year here. On the field, off the field, etc. He missed his family. He didn't realize these types of things. He just didn't perform as well as he would have liked. This year, a totally different Ethan Dwayne. And he, once again, for the third time this season, has been nominated for the Ray Guys, Ray's 8 Punter of the Week National Award. And that's a big deal. Ray Guy passed away recently. I used to live uh, in Augusta, Georgia. He's from Thompson, Georgia, just outside of, of Augusta. So uh, I've always been a huge fan and uh, great respect for Ray Guy. And you have anything with his name on it, it's a big deal. And Ethan Dwayne's on that list. Well, the f- first of all, the fact that it took Ray Guy as long as it did to get into to get the Hall of Fame yeah. is criminal. one of the wildest things that's ever happened in football. It really is. I mean, uh, the guy has an incredibly important job as witnessed by Ethan's success and he was the best ever to do it by a quite a long shot um Ethan's been great uh you know I mean one thing you got to remember now is you know he came mid-year and then COVID happened so I mean he he literally went I don't know the exact time I mean it was at least 15 months and I want to say it was closer to 19 months before he got to see his family I mean just think about that for a second you know, I mean, and, and so this year his family's been able to come over. Um, they got to watch him play a couple games. I mean, so it, it's, it's a totally di- different atmosphere for him. It's, it's, it's much more like a normal college experience as opposed to, I mean, before he was just totally displaced from everything. And, and so I think that, you know, although we had some people, you know, Hayden um, in particular who, and Hayden's family who really took him in and, and did some unbelievable things to make him feel welcome, it's, it's, it's not the same as having your family, right? And so I think that just being able to see them again and those sort of things, have them watch a game, I think th- that's, that's meant the world a difference. Well, it was, I, I just love the fact that he was open about it and realized, you know, I wasn't 100% me as a student athlete, as a human being, as a son, whatever. I was just missing a little bit. And when he got that back... And you can understand why he was missing it. When he got it back, he realized, boy, I'm so much more fulfilled. And look at the performances. Eight punts last week, 42.9 yards, four punts inside the 20, three punts inside the 10. And a couple had more English on them than uh, Churchill on a, on a couple of those. And, and some great special teams play. Lamar and James racing down there to keep one ball at the one-yard line. But a really good day for your punter. Yeah, and I, I do think that that is one thing. I thought, um, in general, our, we call them bullets. Um, and for the most part, it's been uh, Javon Harvey and Lamarion James. They have been outstanding all year. I mean, they've been, I mean, unbelievable. So, and our protection has been great. You know, uh, we've had some great protection all year. You know, you got to give those guys and what we call the shield, those three guys right in front of the punter. I mean, they just stand there and get pummeled sometimes. And uh, they, the only time they ever, you know, a lot of time they're offensive linemen. So they're already, you know, the only time they ever looked at is when something goes wrong, right? 
And uh, those guys have been fantastic. That's a very selfless position, and, and, and they've, been, they've been great. If you watch a lot of football, see how many times the whole thing, whether it be for the punt team or the field goal team or whatever, is botched. And, and those three shield guys are right in the middle of it, or the snapper, or the holder, or the, the bullets, et cetera. But you, so many times you see those plays botched, and I haven't seen that a lot from the Monarch punt team. No, I think Coach Smith does an excellent job. You know, obviously we work on it a bunch, and uh, he does a great job of, of making things very simple from a schematic standpoint, but giving us enough options to where we can change things up and not be a sitting duck. Um, you know, really, really happy with what he's done on special teams really for the last two years. Monarchs and James Madison this Saturday. The contest presented by Team Monarch partner Pepsi, the official beverage partner of ODU Athletics. Pepsi, that's what I like. It is also senior day. And with COVID and guys having an extra year of eligibility, it's, it's t- hard to figure out who was a senior and who isn't, who's going to move on to the next phase of their lives, uh, who's going to try for the, the, the pros, et cetera, blah, blah, blah. But no matter how you slice it, Coach, Senior Day is an emotional day because it's a time for reflection for a student-athlete and for those that have been around them for low these many years. Yeah, it's, it, this is an interesting one too, right? Because we still have two games after this. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so some of those conversations have to be had, like, hey, are you coming back next year? You're not? You're going to walk? Like all those sort of things uh, a little bit earlier than maybe they normally would. And I think, you know, fans do need to be prepared for that because, I, I, you know, you got to remember, we do have two years of seniors, right? I mean, some of these kids who are listed as, as juniors have been here for five years. Yep, and have their degree. <laughs> you know, and... All of them have their degree. There's not a kid walking. There's not going to be a kid walking who won't have their degree by the time um, the spring semester ends. Not one. And that's something to be proud of. You know what I mean? So I think that that's an awesome deal there. Um, and then, we, you know, we... Then we also have a bunch of sixth-year guys, you know, and those sort of things. We'll have guys with graduate degrees and, and all those sort of things. So I think it's an awesome deal. You know, I still remember my senior day uh, in college, and you don't appre- I did not appreciate it enough. Um, and my mo- I know my mom's listening. She always is. Hi, Deb. Um, and I just I still remember they got on the field, and all I could think to myself is, all right, everyone get off the field. <laughs> Like, like we got to play this game, field. you know what I mean? And I did it in, I did it in high school. It was the same way, and I did it again in, in college, and I, I told myself I wouldn't. Um, I think our guys are much better at that than I am, and they realize that it's a special moment for not only them but also their families and, and all the hard work and sacrifice that's gone into it. Um, but, you know, the, the really weird part is there is still a game to play, right? So there is still, okay, all those emotions need to happen. And, oh, by the way, you have 16 minutes to wrap those emotions up because you have to go out and perform now. <laughs> so I think that that's, that's where it really gets uh, kind of crazy for all the guys, you know, because we get out there, we do those sort of things, and all of a sudden it's like, hey, all right, now, now the game's going, and, and I know that this is an emotional time, but what's going to be more emotional if you can't wrap it back together and you regret how you play on your senior day? I've told this story many times before. I, I remember my last play at Sholkoff Field because it was a fumble. And, and so you're, you're going to remember the bad ones. You know what I mean? So you need – guys got to be able to go out there and, and, and play. I still kick that penalty kick wide. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Not even you. on the frame. Yeah. Not even on the frame. <laughs> and it was over. 12.30 on Saturday, Cornblow Field at Espy Barrow Stadium. That's where they're going to start the senior day festivities. And so you want to be in there for that. And then the flyover is going to be around 12.45. And, 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 and uh, it should be a special, special day this Saturday as the Monarchs take on the Dukes in the 72nd Oyster Bowl game. How about some Oyster Bowl alums? Listen to this. 
Ernie Davis from Syracuse, Don Meredith of SMU, Bruce Smith, Virginia Tech, Roger Staubach, Navy, Fran Tarkin of Georgia, Randy White, Maryland. Pretty good cast. Those are some pretty good names. I would agree. The game this Saturday, Monarchs and Dukes, is presented in part by the Virginia Army National Guard. Call Sergeant Hillman at 757-323-0925 for more information on tuition assistance from the Virginia Army National Guard. Again, the number, 757-323-0925. Still to come, we will hear from Marcus Haynes. And up next... We'll celebrate the Town Bank Royal Rivalry. We'll be joined by the president of Town Bank, Don Glynn, next on the Ricky Ronnie Coaches Show from Wild Wing Cafe on the ODU Sports Radio Network. At Chartway, we know that it's important to support and give back, bring hope, and do good every day. We do this by raising over $14 million to help children facing medical hardship, by awarding $25,000 annually to Old Dominion's Athletic Scholarship Fund, and providing nearly $380,000 in awards to other Chartway student members. At Chartway, our people-first mindset is about doing what's right and what's kind, unlocking potential to help everyone thrive. Chartway, the official credit union of ODU Athletics. Knockoffs, copycats, imitators. They all share one thing in common. They always pale in comparison next to the true original. Just like the stylish and versatile Lexus RX. The crossover that paved the way for others. And it's still the best for one simple reason. Nothing else is as good as the original. See Priority Lexus of Newport News and Virginia Beach. High Val Industries has been proudly serving the military and commercial customers in the Hampton Roads area for over 35 years. High Val specializes in the hydraulic and mechanical repairs on all military and commercial marine vessels. The company's ability to perform efficient, high-quality workmanship and interact as a valuable team player has earned the respect and confidence of its prime contractors, partners, and commercial customers. That's why High Val and the Monarchs are a winning combination. Come join High Val in supporting all of your ODU teams. Look them up at www.highval.com. For all your football needs, keep the dial right where it is now. ESPN Radio 94.1. Looking to throw. Rolling, rolling. Oh, Laburn's wide open, but he comes the other way, and that pass is going to be tipped away and intercepted. Oh, what a great play. Tipped by Harris, snagged by Hawkins, and the Monarch defense comes up big late in the third. It is the Ricky Ronnie Coaches Show. Back to Wild Wing Cafe in Chesapeake in just a moment. This is Royal Rivalry Week. That is right. Town Bank in association with Old Dominion and James Madison Universities presents the Royal Rivalry Challenge, a year-long competition between the Monarchs and the Dukes. And Don Glenn of Town Bank joins us. Tell us about the Royal Rivalry because I love this idea and this is a huge time for this idea to come, come upon us. Ted, it's great to be here with you today. Look forward to chatting with you about this Royal Rivalry. Um, Our Town Bank family and the Town Bank Royal Rivalry Challenge is a competition that spans all athletic matchups in an academic year between JMU and Old Dominion University, with the winner of the most matchups claiming the Royal Rivalry crown. We're a longtime supporter of Old Dominion University, and we're thrilled to back this inaugural opportunity that puts an added spotlight on our local Old Dominion University athletics. The schools play each other in so many sports all throughout the year. And many of these athletes have played each other 
on and off the field since they were kids. It's a healthy rivalry, and Town Bank, with its roots in Hampton Roads, has a deep alumni base on both sides. We have many employees who we call family members and bank members who are enthusiastic supporters of Old Dominion University. Talking with Don Glenn of Town Bank about the royal rivalry, which gained a little juice this week when the Monarchs beat the Dukes in the championship match of the Sunbelt Women's Soccer Championship. So the Dukes got off to the early fast start on this one, Don. Monarchs bounced back this past weekend. What are you most excited about when it comes to the Town Bank Royal Rivalry? Well, we are so excited that this Royal Rivalry is going to encourage excellence both on the field as well as off the field. This will be an opportunity that we can rally all of the cheerleaders within the Town Bank family. We started our LEAD program two years ago to introduce college graduates to career tracks and financial services. We welcomed both ODU and JMU graduates into our first LEAD class programs. And we were back at ODU right on campus this past fall for a career fair to recruit more candidates for future programs. Our fan base keeps growing. We're excited to tell students that we support athletics at their school also. We look forward to cheering on from the sidelines for all of the sports throughout the year included in the rivalry. And we can't wait to celebrate the school that will bring home the trophy for the very first time and each year after that. It will be a spirited rivalry that brings fans of the school together. We're excited to find our fan base in all of the markets where we do business. It is the Ricky Ronnie Coaches Show back to Wild Wing Cafe and Chesapeake in a moment. But right now we're talking about the Town Bank Royal Rivalry with Don Glenn of Town Bank. Give us a little bit of a backstory on Town Bank. We know you started in 1999, but you have so many constituents from both sides, ODU and JME. Tell us about the history of your wonderful institution. Well, you're right, Ted. We did. We had a dream to start Town Bank, and we actually opened our doors in April of 1999 after a group of local bankers, including myself, from our Hampton Roads market decided that it was time to start a new community bank in Hampton Roads. Founded on the importance of something really simple, friendships and relationships, just like us today, Ted, talking and having this interview today. We set out to not only be a strong financial institution, but a strong community asset, a company that would give back through volunteerism, philanthropy, and other community stewardship. Today, we have over 40 banking locations all throughout Virginia and North Carolina, and we've stayed true to our culture of caring. We're focused on serving others, enriching lives as a partner in the community, and as a financial partner as well. We also serve all of our communities through our town family of companies, providing insurance and benefits, wealth management, mortgage, and real estate services as well. The Town Bank Royal Rivalry, Old Dominion versus James Madison. Tell us why ODU is special to Town Bank. We have so many connections to the ODU family, from representation on the Board of Visitors at Old Dominion to the annual sponsorship of the Economic Forecast, which so many of our members enjoy and our bankers enjoy attending that event year after year, to involvement in the Women's Initiative Network, which I happen to have just recently joined that new board as a part of Old Dominion University, the Dean's Executive Advisory Council, and the ODU Real Estate Foundation. We've been longtime supporters since starting Town Bank in 1999 of ODU athletics and season ticket holders and several of the sports programs. We also have in our town family a former 
Monarch field hockey player who was inducted into the ODU Sports Hall of Fame in 2001. Robin Smith-Cook was a founding employee of our bank who is now president of our Portsmouth and Suffolk regions. Both our current CEO, Morgan Davis, and CEO-elect, Billy Foster, are ODU grads, as well as Will Morrison, who has been tapped to lead Town Financial Service Group starting next year. Town Bank is ODU proud, which made the decision to create and support the Town Bank Royal Rivalry Challenge, an easy one for our town family. The thing is, Don, if the mission is to reach out to all your constituents and grab their heartstrings and then bring the logic of fine banking with your institution into the same bowl and you mix it all up, you've done a wonderful job here. Town Bank's Royal Rivalry meets on the football field this Saturday. And Don Glenn, we appreciate your time here today during the Ricky Ronnie Coaches Show. Thanks, Ted. It's been great being with you, and I look forward to seeing you at the game on Saturday. The Royal Rivalry. Next step, football on Saturday, the Monarchs and the Dukes. Now, we realize these teams haven't met since 1830 on the football field, but you got to start somewhere. And when you've got neighbors that have been to the same place and, and have the same memories and those types of things, you like a little bragging rights, that type of stuff. I can't wait to get this thing teed off. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I've been in some in-state rivalries uh, at other places I've been. You know, uh, Kansas State and Kansas, which is which was massive. Um, and then you had, you know, obviously Pitt, Penn State, which, you know, they didn't play for – you know, 14, 15 years, and then we started that thing back up, and now they don't play again. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, um, so I love the old Eastern 8 with West Virginia, the backyard brawl with oh. Pitt and Penn State and all that. I was there in Morgantown when the Monarchs beat Penn State for the first time in 26 years. That was wonderful. I, I, I tell you what, yeah. I mean, those, those, those games are great, you know, but they don't happen every year. No. And, and now this one's happening every single year um, in conference. Uh, you know, this is, this is going to grow into, a, a, you know, a really – heated you know rivalry um and i and i think uh you know i'm, I'm excited for that because it, it only helps sports when you have passion like that ricky ronnie coach's show continues and we're getting ready for the dukes of james madison our lexus look ahead will break down the game against jmu both teams have come in uh, having dropped their last three contests trying to get off the schneid so to speak and the question is who will be able to execute best on saturday more on that coming up in just a couple of moments the next event after football will be women's basketball in harrisonburg on new year's eve that's the next event in the town bank royal rivalry old dominion and james madison university still to come we're going to hear from d Defensive end and senior number nine, Marcus Haynes. We'll have our Lexus look ahead and we'll take a look at the Sunbelt Conference and a couple other tidbits as well. Big trivia question coming up here at Wild Wing Cafe. You're tuned to the Ricky Ronnie Coaches Show right here on the ODU Sports Radio Network. Hey, Monarch fans. Atlantic Bay Mortgage Group is a proud sponsor of ODU Athletics. We've made it our mission to lend peace of mind. We know that every borrower is unique, and we're dedicated to putting you first at every step of the loan process to help you reach your home buying dreams from one home team to another. Atlantic Bay Mortgage Group, LLC, NMLS 72043, is an equal opportunity lender located at 600 Lynn Haven Parkway, Suite 100, Virginia Beach, Virginia, 23452. It's no longer about answering the most emails or pulling the most all-nighters. It's about prioritizing what's most important. Hey, Lexus, give me directions to Eagle's Peak Hiking Trail. Calculating route. That's why the Lexus NX has an interface engineered to understand you and an available 14-inch touchscreen that's simpler and more intuitive. The Lexus NX. 
See Priority Lexus Newport News and Priority Lexus Virginia Beach. Availability and accuracy of navigation system depends on many factors. Data charges may apply. Domestic Fuels and Lubes is dedicated to providing their customers with the highest quality products along with fast and courteous service. They have grown over the last 35 years to be the largest locally owned and operated petroleum distributor in Southeast Virginia and Northeast North Carolina. Whether you require motor oils or lubricants for your business, pumps and tanks for your construction projects, gasoline or diesel for your fleet, serving the maritime industry or heating oil for your home, you can take comfort in knowing that they are there. Visit DomesticFuelsAndLubes.com or call 757-545-50 100 to get in the game with domestic this is the time for tailgating this is the time for football old dominion football espn radio 94.1 snap is down and this kick is blocked by old dominion monarchs come up with a big block we thought the trajectory on his field goals might be an issue and the short ones and he had three of them not much that one yes and that's the third time he's had a kick blocked this year as well. The Ricky Ronnie Coaches Show from Wild Wing Cafe bounces along with a look at one of the players on the Monarchs, one of those seniors that will be feted this Saturday, number nine defensive end Marcus Haynes. Thanks for the time, Marcus. Thank you all. This Saturday, not only a huge football game, but your last home game. How weird a thought is that? Um... It's actually kind of weird, to be honest. Um, I've been telling the guys around the facility, I, I know it's my last game, but it doesn't feel like my last football. But hopefully everything uh, goes the way it needs to after the season. So it does uh, feel like a crazy feeling. Has the time flown by? Is it, is it? Did you even know that was coming up on you, or is this something you've been thinking about? Um, shoot, it's been a long five and a half years, but this game did creep up on me. Uh, it's always like the as you hear a senior say that it creeps up on them. Whew, this one came a little bit faster than it should have. Well, you're peaking to the right time. Career-high seven tackles last week against Marshall. Tell me about how your game has evolved here at Old Dominion, gotten better as you go along, and which maybe keeps some hopes for the next level alive. Um, shoot, um, coming in, having my hands in the dirt, uh, having a different style of coach um, that built up one little piece of, um, I guess, technique. And when new coaches come, uh, more techniques add in. When you're able to blend them together, uh, it's a whole new beast. Uh, you get to use the old stuff mixed with the new stuff, and it makes a whole new breed of thing. How important is it to be coachable? Um, very. I might have say if one can just go out there and do everything without being coached, then you would be playing tennis. <laughs> <laughs> but um, obviously you're always going to have like something you can get better on. Um, like Coach Smith, he sits down with me and he pinpoints little things where I like nitpicky things as to where I can get better, like a foot step, like a foot turn. Um, having my shoulder here, having my head here in a certain place. So, Did it take a while to learn that those things were necessary and that these coaches maybe knew something and then, then said to yourself, you know what, I'll listen to these guys, I'll get better? Um, I appreciate Coach for, uh, for noticing like little things in my game already. So they're able to watch film. And what makes a, a good coach from a great coach, he's able to coach you up from stuff that you already have done and then help you see how he wants you to do it, and then everything comes out every, the way it's supposed to. <laughs> All right. James Madison University, now in the league together with you guys. Thoughts on what the Dukes will bring to the table this week? Um, they're going to bring a great game. Um, as you know, we have a, a very old rivalry back from the FCS. Shoot, they're going to bring um, two big fists ready to punch and swing. We're going to bring two bigger fists and punch and swing, too. So 
come out, sophomore night is going to be a great one. Well, the thing is, it's going to be a 60-minute game, isn't it? you got to go out there, and if you have success early, well, buckle up. you got to do the rest. Same thing if you have a rough go early, buckle up. you got to do the rest. Is that the mentality? Yes, sir. Um, going to battle with my brothers every single day, whether that be massages or a lift or practice or actual game. I take my brothers anywhere. I take my brothers over there, brothers, any day. Marcus Haynes was a famous basketball player. Have you ever heard of him? Uh, yes, he played for the uh, Cardam Globetrotters. Exactly. <laughs> Every- he also, he, also, he sprung, spun off from the Globetrotters, and he had the Marcus Haynes and the Bucketeers for a while, another traveling basketball team. He was a great ball handler. You ever play hoops? I played hoops in high school. Uh, I was the, the grab-the-rebound, fast-break dunk guy. Had a little mid-range if I was open shoot, but I knew my role. <laughs> and I'm sure a guy said, hold him, where, where's the handle? Don't you have any handle, Marcus Haynes? Shoot, I had to hustle. Shoot, <laughs> other people had to handle. Shoot, they knew I was going to get down and dirty. And go to uh, the biggest guy out there, go up there and get the rebound, put it right back up for the big flush. So that was my job. What are some of the things you remember about your experience here at Old Dominion with the football program and with this university? Um, some of the big things, uh, networking. That's, that was one of the biggest things. If I would tell anybody they would want to do in college is network. Um, I've... Met people from all across the country, um, people that worked for Fox News all the way in California, all the way to having a great relationship with my old president and the uh, athletic director, everybody in between, even your classmates. Um, some people have now not exactly got the degree, but also successful, and then people also get the degree and they're successful. I'm about to get my second degree in uh, December, so when you're just surrounded by success, you want to make sure you uplift yourself with success, so make sure you network if you ever uh, get a chance to have a college experience. Did you ever think in your wildest dreams you'd have two degrees? With my mom's standards, yes. But this way, whew. Getting through it, though. That's a mission accomplished, isn't it? Definitely a mission accomplished. <laughs> Congratulations. Enjoy senior day, the pregame festivities. They'll be emotional for you. And then have some fun on that football field. Appreciate y'all. Marcus Haynes, number nine, defensive end. Just a perfect example of how many individuals you have to bring in and to pull in the same direction, to get to pull in the same direction on your football team, Ricky Ronnie. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, Marcus is, um, you know, he's played, you know, really well for us, you know, consistently over the last couple of years. And, uh, you know, I know he, he's always wanted, wanted to get those sacks or whatever, but I was proud of him last week. He really played the run well and, and uh, you know, forced some things and, and, and made some big plays for us that way. So I'm expecting a big game for him. I know he's going to go out there and, uh, you know, play hard and, and with great effort and, and uh, hopefully he can uh, – you know, make a couple big plays. Again, it'll be Senior Day festivities, 12.30 on the field at S.B. Ballard Stadium. We hope to get you into the bowl a little earlier than usual to uh, celebrate the class of 2022, if you will. Don't forget, it's also Port Day on Saturday. We've got a lot of things going on, uh, not only on Kauffman Mall, but on the stadium and around campus, etc. Port Day celebrates our growing maritime and supply chain businesses, our globally recognized port, and their connection to Old Dominion and our broader community. So we'll be celebrating Port Day on Saturday as well. But now it's time for our Lexus Look Ahead, brought to you by our local Lexus dealer who invites you to test drive a luxurious Lexus today. Lexus experience, amazing. James Madison won their first five games. They've lost their last three. They're five and three overall, three and two in Sunbelt play. Their head coach, Kurt Signetti, his dad was a West Virginia coach for a long time. Uh, their wins over Middle Tennessee, Norfolk State, at App State, which got everybody's attention, Texas State, and at Arkansas State. Their losses at Georgia Southern, Marshall, and at Louisville this past week. Your thoughts on the Dukes coming out of the shoot? 
Yeah, I mean, obviously they played really, really well early. Um, and then they, they played well, you know, and they had a very tight game against Georgia Southern. Georgia Southern had a two-minute drive to win the game. Um, they played them close just like we did. Uh, Marshall, um, they, they, they played them tight. It was a little bit different. They had some, they had some injuries, um, you know, but everybody does. Like I've, like I've already talked about, everyone always has injuries. And then Louisville, I mean, they were up 10-7 there. Um, and then, you know, it, it – it uh, you know didn't finish well for them, but you know they're a good football team. Obviously, um, they've got some great players, some very t- uh, talented players. You know uh, their slot receiver is a really really good player. Their quarterback has played well for him la- uh, this year, and he's this is his third school, and he's played really really well for him. He's got a lot of different experience. Uh, their running back is a bruiser, but he I mean he runs really really hard. Um, their offensive line has a lot of experience on it. Um, and then defensively, you know, they're one of the top rush defenses in the country. And uh, they played really well. They blitz a lot. And they throw a lot of hats at the box. So it's going to be a great challenge for us. But I know we're looking forward to it. What's the thing that they do best from your standpoint, from the, the, the tape you've looked at? Or are they just well-rounded? I mean, I mean, I think that's probably what they do best is, is they're well-rounded. I think that, you know, on offense, um, they have a very balanced attack. They do a nice job of, of – uh, having some RPOs, having some quarterback run game. Um, he does a j- great job of scrambling. He also, they also, you know, they mix in some quarterback draws and things like that and really get him going there. Um, but then they get the ball down the field on, on uh, some regular drop back passing game. And then they're able to run the ball downhill with their running back. So I think that they're very balanced. Uh, they're very, very balanced on offense. On defense, I mean, they're, they're going to try to pressure you. I mean, they're going to come after you, and, and they're going to try to get after the quarterback, but they're also really going to try to throw as many hats as they can in there and not allow you to run the ball. Um, there are still some angles and stuff in there that you can run the ball, and we need to take advantage of it when we get those opportunities, and then we need, need to take some uh, advantage of some plays down the field. You guys pumped to play? How's practice been this week? Yeah, I mean, practice has been good. You know, we had to actually practice in the stadium one of the days because the wind was pretty bad, and we, you know, didn't want to put people up in the lift and things like that. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's, it, it's been good. Guys are, guys are ready to go. Guys are locked in. Um, obviously, when you're playing a team that's this balanced, when you're playing a team that does pressure this much, it requires a, a lot of mental focus and, and being able to do those, you know, each and every play. I think one thing that can happen is you can look at it and really get overwhelmed as opposed to starting to see patterns and, and, and things like that and start to break them down into, into groups. You know, if you try to each and every play, each and every defense is its own individual thing, then it's going to look like they do a lot of things. But if you kind of, you know, start to piece and parcel it a little bit and see patterns, then uh, you can start to get a little thing. Same with their offense. If you just each and every play at each and every formation, well, it, it gets to be a little much. But if you can start to see the patterns of things, you can, you can start to, you know, see, okay, now I expect this and that. The 72nd Oyster Bowl is this Saturday. Toyota pregame show begins our coverage live from Kauffman Mall at noon. Don't forget, it's a 1 o'clock start. I know a lot of folks in Monarch Nation like the 6 o'clockers or the 7 o'clock. This is a 1 o'clock kick. We want you in there if you can around 1230. The flyover's at 1245. If you have to set the alarm early so you can get the Bloody Marys going or maybe the mimosas of that type of stuff or maybe the eggs and bacon or maybe you don't have breakfast on the early tailgate, maybe you still bring the big beef stuff to the tailgate. I don't care if it's starting at 9 o'clock in the morning. Bring the beef, people. Kickoff just after 1 o'clock, the Monarchs and the Dukes in the 72nd Oyster Bowl game. Coming up from Wild Wing Cafe. Or the chicken's pretty good, too. I was going to say, I think we're obligated to say chicken wings. You, you went kind of hard on the beef. I did go hard on the beef. Yeah. Let's bring in the bird, shall we? Yeah. Our remaining moments with Ricky Ronnie next on the ODU Sports Radio Network. Hi, I'm Kelly G., Executive Director of the Virginia Lottery. 
Giving back to Virginia Public Schools is more than just a promise. It's our mission. We have delivered over $11 billion to our schools, supporting a variety of education programs in communities across the Commonwealth. Every day we're making a difference, investing in the future of Virginia's public schools, and that's something we can all cheer about. The Virginia Lottery, a win for education. Rain on Big Blue and Rain on Checkered Flag. As a proud sponsor of all things Monarch Sports, Checkered Flag is bringing its A-game by offering amazing new and pre-owned vehicles that are haggle-free, commission-free, and come with a three-day money-back guarantee. With over 17 brands to choose from and a new location on the peninsula, ODU fans know they can find the perfect vehicle to show off at the next tailgate. It's a match made in heaven. ODU, where winners play, and Checkered Flag, where winners buy. Hey, Monarch fans! If your game plan for this season includes buying or selling a home, we have you covered. Howard Hanna is an official real estate partner of Old Dominion Athletics. Howard Hanna is the number one family-owned and operated real estate company in the United States with 20 offices and over 700 sales associates and employees locally. Howard Hanna delivers a winning strategy to help make your home ownership dreams a reality. Make your next move with confidence with our exclusive 100% money-back guarantee. Get in the game with Howard Hanna. We'll get you more. Whether it's Monday night, Thursday night, Saturday, Sunday, or Sunday night, for all your football needs, ESPN Radio 94.1. It is the Ricky Ronnie Coaches Show, live from Wild Wing Cafe in Chesapeake, getting you ready for a final home game of the year. Hard to believe it's the final home game of the year. Now, granted, you don't often have two road games to end. We'll still go to Appalachian State and then South Alabama to wrap up the regular season. But here we go, Coach. One last time. This is so much fun for everybody involved, and I'm sure for you as well, when you get to play, do your thing on your home field and have the fun before, during, and after. It's just we, we sometimes take these things for granted, and we only get maybe six of them a year, and the six ones coming up this Saturday. So let's take full advantage. Yeah, I think as, uh, as players and coaches, sometimes you do too, right? I mean, you yeah. get into the flow where it's just, uh, okay, this is what I do on Sunday, this is what I do on Monday, Tuesday, obviously I come here on Wednesday, all those sort of things, that you uh, you forget that, you know, you're, you spend 38, you know, 37 other weeks, you know, for these for these opportunities. And, and uh, yeah, it's, 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 a, it's, a, it's an interesting thing that it goes by so fast. How do you like the stadium? You've got a, gotten a chance to work it out a little bit here and there for practice, for games, for this and that, for events. Uh, what, what are your thoughts on Cornblow Field at SB Ballard Stadium? I love it. My only complaint is that the visitors' locker room is too nice. You know, I mean, what are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> this so, gracious host thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, we we did a too good a job. Um, no, it's 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 great. I, every single coach that comes in there comments on how awesome it is and how what a great job we did and. Um, you know, everyone's like, oh, man, when did it get built? Is it brand new? And I, I have to kind of explain the whole situation. And, and uh, no, I mean, it, it's awesome. And the fact that it's on campus is probably the part that I like the best. One more time, this Saturday, 12.30, Senior Day festivities, 12.45, the flyover, 1 o'clock, Old Dominion and James Madison. Let's quickly take a look at uh, the Sunbelt Conference standings. Coastal, 5-1 and one in the league, Coach, 8-1 and one overall. Kind of neat that that one is Old Dominion. Yeah, I mean, obviously, uh, they've been, they, they bounced back and have been playing great uh, since our game. Um, and so it'll be interesting to see how they finish out the year there. JMU 3-2 and two in the league, 5-3 and three overall. Georgia State has turned it around a bit, now 3-2 and two in Sun Belt play, 4-5 and five overall. 
Yeah, I mean, they're a good football team. Um, and obviously, they, they had a lot of returners from a team that was pretty good last year and, and had a chance to win the division last year. So, you know, they, they've, they've done some good things. They've got good coaches and a good team. App State, the Mountaineer fans are a little bit grumpy up in Boone. They're 2-3 and three in the league, 5-4 and four overall, but they've played some, some blockbuster games, and, and maybe the, the tradition is catching up with them a bit because you can't win every time you go out. Yeah, victim of their own expectations on yeah. this one, right? You know, I mean, and, and uh, you know, they've had some, they've had some, they've won on some unbelievable finishes, and, and obviously they, they, they've lost some, some tough ones as well. Monarchs go to Boone next week, and Georgia Southern is two and three in the league, five and four overall, the Eagles. They've, they've played well. They've, they've had a couple heartbreaker lo- heartbreaking losses too, and so, um, you know, they're, they're a team that, you know, we know how good they are, um, obviously. Um, and, and they've been playing really well. Coach Helton's done a nice job. Big game for Marshall. The Herd, after the victory over Old Dominion, will host App State. The uh, Marshall Thundering Herd, 2-3 and three in the league, 5-4 and four overall. That's a big battle in Huntington. Yeah, obviously that one will be a big one. Um, that, that's two teams that, uh, you know, are desperately, they don't, they don't want to go below 500 in the league or, you know, finish below 500 in the league. So that, that's going to be a big game. Troy leads the West at 5-1, and one, then South Alabama at 4-1, and one, Southern Miss 3-2, Louisiana Monroe at 2-3, and three, Louisiana 2-4, and four, Texas State 1-4, and, and Arkansas State 1-5. The only team on that list that you still have to play are the Jaguars of South Alabama. Yeah, uh, Coach Womack, great coach. He's done a great job with them. Um, I coached against him when he was at Indiana, so I know what type of football coach he is. Coach, appreciate the time here tonight. Best of luck in the Town Bank Royal Rivalry game this week against James Madison. Yep. Thanks. I'm glad you had to say it, not me. (laughs) That's Ricky Ronnie. We'll see you Saturday. Kaufman Mall Toyota pregame show at noon. Kickoff 1 o'clock. For the coach, Ted Alexander, good night from Wild Wing Cafe in Chesapeake. You've been listening to the Ricky Ronnie Coaches Show. Special thanks to all our 12th Monarch fans for supporting tonight's show. We'd also like to thank our host location, Wild Wing Cafe, serving up hot wings, cold beer, and good times. Tonight's Ricky Ronnie Coaches Show was brought to you by Team Monarch Partners. Pepsi, the official soft drink of ODU Athletics. Pepsi, that's what I like. Cox Business. Cox Business Cloud Solutions offers a suite of cloud services to help you get the most out of your IT environment. Learn more at coxbusiness.com slash cloud. The Virginia Lottery, $11 billion to Virginia's K-12 public schools since 1999. The Virginia Lottery, a win for education. ODU Online, home or away, ODU Online makes it easy to take your classes with you. Visit oduonline.edu slash team to learn more. Atlantic Bay Mortgage Group. Atlantic Bay lends peace of mind by putting you first every step of the way. Optima Health and Centera Healthcare. At Optima Health, we improve health every day by providing members with quality, cost-effective health care. And Chartway Credit Union. Chartway awards $25,000 every year to the ODU Athletic Scholarship Fund for our student-athletes' pursuit of excellence. Chartway, the official credit union of ODU Athletics. Broadcast coverage of the Ricky Ronnie Coaches Show is authorized by ODU Sports Properties, a division of Playfly Sports Incorporated, and is intended solely for the private use of our audience. Any rebroadcast or other use of the accounts and descriptions without the expressed written consent of ODU Sports Properties or Old Dominion University is prohibited. The Ricky Ronnie Coaches Show is a presentation of ODU Sports Properties in association with ESPN Radio 94.1, your home for ODU Sports and Max Media.
Follow all your favorite Old Dominion University sports anytime, 24 hours a day at odusports.com. This is the ODU Sports Radio Network.